Welcome to the Harry Podcast, where ancient wisdom meets everyday life. I'm Tom, and I'm here to guide you on this journey. In today's episode, we are talking about the art of surrendering. We'll see why it's not always great to be a perfectionist, why it's important to let go and how to implement that in your life. We are not here to delve into mysticism or complicated concepts. We are here to keep it real, natural and relatable. So whether you're on your morning commute, sipping tea at home or just out for a walk, this conversation is for you. The art of surrendering. To surrender is not a sign of weakness. On the contrary, it's a courageous act, a courageous choice to trust in the greater flow of life. So to me, it's kind of the opposite of overthinking, of caring too much or being a perfectionist. It's really trusting the process, trusting life, trusting yourself and going with the flow in a conscious way. So not really not caring or activating autopilot. We've talked about autopilot in the previous episodes. It's still being very conscious. It's a choice. So you have to be aware when you enter this surrendering act. And what it means is to commit to something, visualize the steps, visualize how you want to go about this this project, this goal you're dealing with, lay down your, your plan, right? And then execute it without overthinking things. Like for instance, this podcast is a great example to illustrate what I mean by that. I've been thinking of starting this podcast for years, literally for years. Why did it take so long? for many reasons. The list of reasons is endless. The first reason was that my English was not good enough for me to start a podcast in English. I'm French, so French is my first language. So I was like, yeah, well, you should maybe start in French then. But I was not interested in speaking only to French speakers. English is the international language, so I wanted this podcast to be accessible to everyone. I'm thinking actually that maybe only a few people would be interested in what I have to say. I don't want language to be a barrier, right? The only few people who would be interested in what I have to say must be able to understand what I'm saying. So I, I put a lot of pressure on myself because of the language. Then I was not sure I was able to speak alone in front of a microphone for 20, 30 minutes. Also the the topic, right? Uh, what do I have to say? Well, to me, the most important thing is to share what I'm currently experiencing through consciousness, states of consciousness, and studying ancient wisdom and applying that in my my life. Um, and I really wanted to record that, to organize my mind, my thought, structure my approach to it, and see if I could share it in a digestible form, right? I first saw that I could maybe create a blog uh, or maybe just, you know, make 
YouTube videos. And I was like, no, that's like blog. I don't really like to write a lot, especially in, in English. That would maybe not be great. People are not reading as much as they used to. We are all transitioning to podcasts or videos, etc. And even myself, I'm a, a musician. Sound is always the go-to for me. So it, it sounded more natural to go for a podcast, but so many reasons not to start. I don't really have the time. Like how long will it take before it, it picks up, right? Before people start actually listening to it. Is it complicated to do? Do I need a lot of devices, etc.? And um, always a good reason not to start. I, I don't want to go too deep into that topic, but basically I was caring too much. Like, what will people think? What will my wife think? My parents, my friends, etc. And so you never start. You have all these ideas. You even buy some, you know, microphone. My studio has been set up for months before I started. My English has been operational for years before I started. So I guess you, you also encountered this kind of situations where you are caring too much, overthinking things, and that prevents you from starting. Well, that's where the art of surrendering kicks in, right? It's an art because it's natural to stress about yourself, about your accomplishments, your project. Probably in the past, we were not as concerned about that as we are right now because now it's the kingdom of individualism right it's all about ego image you know social media feedback etc like like it, it doesn't leave any room any space for pure expression pure art without thinking about the outcome the results the fame the money the stats, etc. It's so overwhelming that most people will never create any content, will never share anything online by fear of, I don't know, not receiving the feedback they expect, not receiving any feedback maybe, thinking they are not good enough to do something, etc. And I came to the realization that probably... I'm not good right now at what I'm doing. The only way for me to improve is to do it. Like you cannot become an expert at what you do without doing it. You need to do it. Like you can think about it. You can watch countless of videos on YouTube, tutorials, how to become a successful podcaster, etc. You can watch all those videos for days, weeks, months, years. But in the end, the day you decide to start, your first episode will be crap. And I know it's this is the third episode and it's still not great. But I don't want to focus on that. I know it's a process and in a hundred episodes, I'll listen back to this one and I'll be laughing and saying, hey, things have changed so much. That's where surrendering is really important. If you feel that that's really what you want to do, you should just do it. 
and whatever happens. If something happens, that's already something, right? Even if it's negative in the first place. Like even in if people like roast you or insult you online, there will be some kind of truth in what they say. Like they will make fun of your accent, your voice, the fact that you don't articulate, or maybe there are some background noises or your sound is, is not good or and they they won't be nice, but you know, there is some truth to what they say. So you can take that feedback and improve uh, your craft and come back better, stronger. And if you don't care about the outcome, you don't try to become the number one podcaster in three months or, you know, those kind of, um, you know, bullshit that we can see on YouTube, etc. very often, then you don't really care. Okay, great feedback, thanks. Uh, would be better without the insults, but I'll take it, right? And then you come back and you improve and you take that as a game, as a challenge for yourself. It's something positive, something you actually do, you create something, um, right? It's something unique. No one will ever do the same thing as you because there is only one you and that's the beauty of life. That's what we have to offer ourselves, like naturally. And so what happens when you cannot surrender, when you never surrender? Well, you're always trying to find answers about who you are in others' eyes. You define yourself based on people's feedback, people's critiques, people insults or people compliments sometimes. So when you do that, you give the power of being yourself to others. You literally let others decide who you are. Like the only thing we have is our life. This, we really have it. We are, we are and no one can be in our place like we are people can say whatever they want they will never be me right so you are as soon as you delegate this power to others to decide who you are well you are not living anymore and that's what happens when you don't surrender because people and maybe it's your case it's been my case for a long time for me, surrendering meant giving up. For instance, for job interviews or conversations with friends who will ask me, how, how would you define yourself? How would you describe yourself? One of the adjectives I would use was perfectionist. Like, and that's true still to this day. Like I'm, I'm someone who would be very annoying with details, uh, who wants everything to be perfect, like, even for this podcast, I wanted it to be perfect before I start, but that's not possible, right? Um, so being a perfectionist in my mind has always been something positive, a quality, something you want to put forward to sell yourself when you have to sell yourself in a job interview, for instance. And I don't like to, to say that, but that's the way it works on, on a job market, right? So the Saying I'm a perfectionist means you are someone who cares for details, who will, you know, be focused on quality, um, 
and who would be very mindful, right, in his work, which is great at work. But sometimes people who are not perfectionist and who make things happen are better, whether at work or in their personal or artistic lives, because they just do it. They accomplish something. It's not perfect, but they know that by doing, doing it again and again, they will perfect their craft. And perfection is only an ideal that you can aim for, but never attain. And it's great and it's fine, right? So they are moving forward. They are doing and creating. They are real artists. They create art content. They do something. Meanwhile, you define yourself as a perfectionist in your head. Like you imagine what you could do. You imagine you could do a podcast. You imagine all of things. But actually, it's all happening in your head. As long as you don't put that force into reality, well, you're not a perfectionist. You imagine your word in your head, but you don't create it in reality. You don't share it with anyone by fear of the feedback. So if what you think is perfect, why would you fear people's feedback? Right? So something is wrong when you say I'm a perfectionist, it's great to be very careful and uh, focus on details, etc. But you need to start, you need to create something, you need to do something. If, if you have a dream, if you dream of another life, like living abroad or, you know, starting a new career or anything, well, do it, just do it. Maybe you will realize it's not for you. Maybe you will realize it's not exactly what you were imagining and you will stop and that will bring you to another uh, project or you will discover a new passion, right? Something you, you never really thought about. Um, so there is only benefits in doing things before they are perfect, right? Before you think you're ready. Waiting to be ready, preparing yourself until you're ready to do something completely new, it's a nonsense. You will never be ready. No one will never be. Even the greatest at what you want to do started one day and it was crap, right? So uh, never forget that. And so this is a, a great illustration of the Heru journey. So the reason why I call this podcast the Heru podcast is because of ancient wisdom and um, especially ancient Egyptian wisdom for ancient Egyptians, a hero or a hero is actually an aspirant, someone who seek uh, the truth or improvement, self-realization, and who goes from a state of autopilot or you know not being conscious to being fully conscious, which is an ideal. Again, I don't really believe we can attain this state in this reality, in this life on earth. But our goal is really to get as close as we can. And being a Heru is our goal, is remembering we are here on earth to experience life, to be present, intentional, and to trust the process, to trust life 
which means to trust yourself because we are life. We are alive, so we are life. And that means that we don't control everything, but we control ourselves. We are. We are the only person in this life. It's a unique life, right? A unique space-time combination, a unique you know, cocktail of factors that makes you someone unique. So committing to yourself, trusting yourself, being intentional are the first important principles. The third one is to be able to surrender, meaning that you need to accept that you don't control everything else. You control yourself. You focus on yourself. You are a perfectionist on the process, the way you execute things, but you don't have to care about the consequences, the outcome. Those will come in their own time and you will have to accept them as they are and go from there, reiterate again and again, taking into account this feedback from your environment, from other people, and never let people hurt you with insults or criticism because that would mean that you delegate your life, who you are, to them. Like you let them decide who you are. If you react to what people say, if you react, then you are giving them the power to define who you are. You don't want to do that. You want to take their feedback into account, process it, and integrate it to improve yourself. That's your decision, you're in control. You're not reacting to their words, you are swallowing their words and transform them into something positive, into what you want to make of them. You are still in control. So try not to react. That's kind of stoicism, which is also part of ancient wisdom, and it's so important in life. Right? It doesn't mean I'm not saying don't have emotions, don't have thoughts, of course. But when you feel bad about someone's feedback, you need to acknowledge you feel bad. You need to understand why. And then you need to affirm that you won't let them decide who you are, you won't let them decide how you feel. You are in control. You will take this feedback and Try and find the truth in what they said, even if it was hard, even if it was rough or insulting. You need to get rid of that crap around the gem, which is the truth in their feedback. Once you find that, you will stop caring too much. You will stop worrying for nothing. You will stop waiting to be ready to start things. You will just be in the action. You will start producing what you want to do and become. You, you will start becoming yourself and you are in control. And the next steps will be to master it, improve yourself. And there are so many other dimensions and factors I want to talk about. But then once you understand the power of this way of seeing life and living life, then you can share it with your friends and family and help them open their eyes. So 
knowing when to surrender and when to persist is a delicate balance. Surrendering to what you can't control while persevering in areas you can influence leads to a wider and more balanced life. So this is the third episode. I realize I've already changed a bit in the way I'm talking, the way I'm editing this podcast as well. Uh, I used to redo it like over and over until it's good enough. But now I'm not doing that. I accept the little flows, the little mistakes, etc. I'm trying to make it as listenable as possible. And I know it will get much better than that over time. And probably not a lot of people will listen to the first few episodes anyway, right? So just a little word to say that it's ever evolving. And so with your feedback, when it will come, that will help me a lot, you know, structuring uh, this podcast and making this uh, better. So that's it for today. Next episode, I'd like to talk about gratitude. Around gratitude, there is a lot of things to say, but to be able to practice gratitude, you need to make space in your schedule to stop and reflect and be grateful for everything we've been talking about in the previous episodes, to trust yourself and commit to yourself, to be intentional, to surrender, uh, to express gratitude, you always need to make space. So it's kind of meditating, but I don't like this word because it evokes, you know, uh, yoga and practices like that. And I don't believe it's necessary to follow uh, a strict set of rules, a strict discipline that you don't choose. Some people would prefer have um, like a framework that they don't have to create themselves, that they, they would just follow. For me, it doesn't work. I need to create my own framework. And so I want to talk about how to create your own framework, actually, rather than, uh, you know, recording basically yoga courses. The Heru podcast is about crafting your own spirituality, your own discipline. It's not about telling you what to do. It's just sharing my experience, what works, and trying to inspire you to create your own path in life. Because I believe there is no universal religion or spirituality. We are all unique, so it's normal and expected that we need something tailored to our life, to our being, right? So just trying to inspire you and give you the keys to create your own spiritual framework, right? That's exactly what the Tree of Life for, for ancient Egyptians and the Heru journey was all about, right? So that that's exactly what we would be developing. My plan is to release an episode every Sunday morning, Pacific time. I'm on the West Coast here in Canada. Um, and yes, I'll be posting on social medias. You can find me on heru.fm, h-e-r-u.fm. You'll find all my social medias there. And I'm Really looking forward to your feedback and you know in the future of course um, I want to do some interviews have uh, guests on the podcast and really make it a community for us to to get to know each other share this powerful and lively experience that is the spiritual journey right in, in which we are engaged in this life so yeah 
that's it for today. Take care and talk to you next week.